0: Steve Vines.
1: Good good morning. Okay, hello. I'm speaking to you from a distant location. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was out in the land of Zog the other day, and I met this woman. She said she was the chief executive of Hong Kong or something. It was on a cloud. And um, she had her eyes shut and she had some mufflers on her ear. And she said, I'm leading in a forward direction. And then I realized. Beautiful. I realised I was talking to none other than the chief executive in name only, Mrs Lamb. But I've now realised that she's no longer the seno she's become the Vino, the video executive in name only. I mean... We are at a stage where she now delivers the policy address. Interesting yesterday, wasn't it? (laughs) Interesting. uh, The word is fascinating. I think interesting. I mean, I know how all this happened. They had a meeting. That was all the waxworks. They all got together and they they sat around the non-existent table where waxworks sit. And they said, we got this policy address. People are going to have low expectations of us because that's what we do. But I tell you what. We could get them lower than they already are. And in that sense, it was a magnificent success because no one imagined. And I'm I'm actually not exaggerating here because even people who used to be known as the pro-government camp, who, of course, don't support the government anymore. They're just pro-China. Even they said this was a pile of very brown stuff that was steaming. It was absolutely unbelievable. I mean, you got a flavour of what was to come the day before. When she announced to the Assembled Hackery, unfortunately I couldn't make it, but there you go. Um, She announced to the Assembled Hackery that that in her period in office, she had put forward no less than, I think it is, 500 policy initiatives, 97% of which had been successfully implemented. And you're just thinking... I get
0: my get my
1: Gosh. Octopus thing every month. Elephant in the room. I mean 97%. So in case you didn't know and I know Mr. Whelan you'll be doing this there was a 130 page um supplement attached to the policy address which details the great success the 97% hit rate of the 500 initiatives so far introduced. We're we're so firmly in mrs lincoln how did you like the music other than what happened at the opera territory (laughs) that you know it's unbelievable she actually thinks this is working so now to add to the 500 i hope everybody's taking notes here to add to the 500 there's 220 new initiatives now of the 220 new initiatives pay attention class Those people who are asleep at the back, I've got to have... come on. So one of them, and this is what the protesters have been demanding, what they said is the travel subsidy for over $400 has got to go from 25% to 33%. When do we want it? 33% now. That was, I thought, pretty stunning among the many initiatives. Then there was the... This is the one I liked. They actually pre-announced it because they thought it was so wonderful. The the we're going to put more electricity charging stations.
0: Yeah, who drives electric cars these days? Well, rich let people.
1: let me just rich people. Let me just tell you. Do you know how many electric cars there are on the roads of Hong Kong? I, I went actually went and looked this up. I'm yeah. that sad. It's about eleven thousand, i.e., two percent of the private vehicles in Hong Kong. <laughs> so we're going to do something for the two percent. They have to be rich, but of course. What was the headline item of this policy address? Remember, the streets are burning, the people are angry, the the government has lost confidence. The policy headline was, oh, we're going to fiddle around with mortgage rates. And, um, oh, yes, we're going to fiddle around with mortgage rates. And, um, oh... Who actually benefits from that?
0: Apple's done a great statistic about this.
1: Have they now? Yeah. What does that say? Well, it
0: basically says, if, you know, if you're young, da 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 this is great. 90% you only have to cough up. And yeah. they, the, the sums were
1: outrageous. Well, if you buy a flat that's $3 million, you're going to be coughing up 70 grand a month. Something silly. Yeah, it, it, it's all, <laughs> I mean, you know. But, 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 and, and here's something which I hope people will appreciate because there's so few people... Who, who, when they listened to the policy address, didn't have as a first response, what will this do for property developers? <laughs> I thought, you know, that's obviously the question. I mean, if you've been out on the streets at all in the last four months, you will hear among the people protesting, they'll go, I'm very worried about the property developers. I have sleepless nights over whether the property developers will have an extra squillion in their pockets today. So what was the only... And really, I'm not kidding, the only positive response to the policy address was shares in property developers went up yesterday. Because the only people who are going to benefit substantially from this are property developers who've been a bit worried about the fact that their sales have been falling. But, you know, now there's a great opportunity, because of the lower um, percentage deposit for mortgages, they'll manage to get back on track. Well, you know, honestly, that's what the people in the streets have been demanding. When Honestly, I'm just trying to get my head around this. This is, you know, fiddling while Rome burns. God, it's not even that. It's somewhere way worse than that. So in the middle of the the video policy address, which incidentally I'd recommend to anyone who's having sleeping problems, just turn it on and you'll be off within nanoseconds. It's that sort of style of delivery that she's got that, that always, it's an inducement to sleep. I guarantee anyone with that problem this will solve it. If, 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 if listening to it doesn't, just read the book.
0: Let me, let me ask you about yesterday morning as a sort of mise-en-scene. Right. Did, gosh, we, did we know that this hoo-ha was going to go down? I think we had a good
1: guess. Um, gosh. No, but... Yeah, exactly. I mean, well... So the idea was perhaps... Here, here's a clue. <laughs> Four months of protests in Hong no, Kong. absolutely. No, no. Absolutely. I mean, you know. It, it, so what would you do? What would you do? A video. (laughs) Well, she'd had it all planned, bless. But I mean, what would you do in these circumstances if you were even vaguely, vaguely aspiring to be the leader of Hong Kong? I know the vino doesn't qualify for that. But if you were, you would have have stood your ground. You would have gone in and say, I've got something to say. The the small problem here was she didn't have anything to say. But if she'd had anything to say come in there and said, look, you know, I know you're not happy, blah, 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 but you've got to listen, this is what I've got to say. Of course, the, the problem is she had nothing to say. I mean, really nothing to say. You know, the idea that, that you come to the great unwashed Hong Kong public and say, oh, I've got 220 initiatives, you know, some of which are more complex than others, and some of which will, um, oh, yes. and people are just listening to that open mouth. They're going, Really? really is that your response so at the press Quite conference up in the in the script as well yeah yeah at the press conference the afterwards she she went on you know the usual thing she does oh, i'm going to humbly and sincerely listen to the people that's the lesson i've learned so one of the questions says well you know the people at the moment something like 80 percent of them are saying they want an inquiry a commit an independent commission of inquiry into the events in the past few months uh, uh overwhelming majority of people want you to to resign another uh, she sort of the, the questioner rolled out all these statistics what was carrie lamb's response after saying she was going to sincerely and carefully listen to people she's oh well, that's just an opinion poll i can't be swayed by that sort of thing <laughs> I mean, you couldn't you cannot make this stuff up um uh, she's not as I think um, the, the listener will discover tomorrow, she's not going to appear on the radio um, answering questions. She sent the Master of Communications, Matthew Chung, to deal with that, and uh, that's going to be exciting. Um, she's not doing... And that's not incidentally just the English Channel. That's also the Chinese Channel. So while she's caring, sharing, and listening carefully... Um, do you remember the, 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 the Dialogue platform? That, that highly now successful... What's happened there? Oh, um dead, dodo. Really? Yeah. I mean, there was one. But you know, the people are so disappointing. They go along to these things and they criticise the vino. I mean, what are they thinking? I mean, when she wants a dialogue and she did this last week, she went to the Hung Yi Cook for dinner. And and yes, she, she, I mean, you know, she gets all, all the whole scope of opinions from one end of the her cook to the other end. She goes up, she, she actually goes up to Chateen. She wanted goes to know to when to get him. a good perm, didn't she? She was going, <laughs> That's why she went to see them. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yes, there is the, hair, the hairdressing crisis. We haven't really fully addressed that. But as we now know, one of her main concerns during the protest is it's really difficult for her to get that perm. And, you know, I feel her pain. From here, I'm... I'm You know, we're all together on this. We're suffering. It's what we call wall-to-wall suffering. Oh. So, what you get here, I mean, I, I, I'm, I was going to say I'm speechless, but that really doesn't you're, work. You're that, not, Steve. That, Let's uh, just plus, be plus it doesn't work on radio, I'm told by experts. <laughs> <Steve>. But, you, <laughs> I mean, it's as if they all sat in the room. They really did. You know, all the waxworks. And they're going, hmm, hmm. It's a really big situation. There's all sort of people on the streets. And, yeah, I tell you what, let's let's not talk about that. Hey, and they're all going. Oh, that's a very good idea. You mean ignore that it's happening, and then it will go away. Oh, so wow. she's 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 her, the official government policy now is I will address the protesters' concerns once they've stopped. Gosh. That is a kind of stupidity which is almost beyond belief. I mean, you look anywhere else in the world, you look at a much more extreme situation in Ecuador recently, where the government actually had to move out of its headquarters in, in, um, in Quito. They had to go, um, I can't remember where they went, but anyway, the fact of the matter is they had to move out of the capital because the protests were so... And, you know, the, the, the marvellously named Lenin Moreno, the, the president of Ecuador, He said you know what there's protests on the streets Mm. i'll tell you what i mm. i'll speak to the protesters who'd have thought that would be a solution they have demands i better think whether they could be met but it's how
0: you speak to the protesters well
1: it's just doing it i mean you show an
0: ounce of arrogance you start using words like humble an ounce of arrogance and it's game over well
1: also I mean if you're going to have a dialogue I mean a real dialogue, not just sort of pick people out of a hat and only only speak to them if they agree with you um, if you're going to have a real dialogue when there is the situation there is in Hong Kong, which everybody agrees is extreme, you sit down and talk to people you don't like and you don't who don't agree with you that's the essence of the piece i mean it's extraordinary u.s congressmen and senators can come to hong kong and find protesters to talk to I
0: bet they can't anymore <laughs> well well
1: they, they did last week yeah, yeah, yeah. um but but you know but carrie lamb uh, just her view is well i'm not talking to those people they're just not going to agree with me i mean what's the point she actually says this what's the point of talking to protesters while all this is going on and i'm thinking there's a couple of words in that sentence which are so idiotic it's unbelievable that she utters them there is no such thing as a civil disturbance in which the solution is to be found in ignoring that it's going on i can't think of any successful instance but let's look at hong kong history i mean do you think that when um the police went on their rampage it um, protesting against the establishment of the ICAC in the nineteen seventies. It would have been a great idea for Murray McLahose, who was then the governor, to say, Well, you know, this is how, I mean this is outrageous. They're besieging the ICAC headquarters. We're just I'm not gonna speak to them. He had to he just I mean remember Mary McLehose, like all those British colonial governors, the wasn't elected? They didn't have any kind of legitimacy. Just like, oh, that's right, the Vino. Um, you know, he, he had to sit back and say, "We either let this get out of control, or
0: we throw him a bone,
1: or we are going to throw him a bone. We're going to talk to him. We're going to settle this now." So you have that in the experience of Hong Kong history, which incidentally also included, in case anybody's forgotten, one of the demands of the protesters today, which is an amnesty for the protesters. In their case, it was an even bigger amnesty. It was an amnesty for lawbreakers, people who'd stolen money, who'd, who, who'd um, engaged in corrupt behaviour. They behavior. were banged to
0: rights, basically.
1: They, they were, there were all sorts of venality going on in the police force, and MacLeod basically said, right... You pocket what you got. Yeah. We're we're not prosecuting you, but we are moving on. Well, the Vino says you'll pocket nothing. I'm not speaking to you, and that's the way to stop things.
0: Thursday morning, still in with Steve Vines. It's all going down in Legco right now, Steve, because it's the question and answer session. But
1: yeah, except it's not happening. happening. Um, um, mm. uh, I mean, understandably, uh, uh, people in the pro democracy camp are upset that for the second time. Jimmy Shum, who is the organiser, uh, who is the principal organiser of the Civil and Human Rights Front, remember this is the organisation that's brought up to two million people out on the streets in peaceful demonstration, has been very badly assaulted, I mean this happened in August, it happened again last night in Bangkok. Mm. Uh, unfortunately we don't know how seriously injured he is, he's certainly in hospital, it doesn't seem to be anything life-threatening, I mean, you know the fact that he's injured at all and he he, he, yes i mean the fact that he's injured at all is not a good thing but i mean there is now a pattern i mean even where i live in Kung, that the one of the candidates for the district council election um was very badly attacked by some thugs Uh, they also killed his dog which is a dog owner i find extremely upsetting but um at you know, to intimidate him. Why did this happen in Sykung? Because, by and large, there's been very little by way of competitive erection, elections in Sykung town. they have been uh, and and the districts outside the new towns of Sykung district, and you know there are certain people there who just think that they have a right to be members of the district council forever. So poor old Mr Mo is still. I think he's still in hospital recovering from this attack. Jimmy Shum is in hospital after the second attack. Other members of the Legislative Council have been attacked. I mean, talk about violence. These are violence against people. All you hear from Carrie Lam, um, the vino... um, as, as she's now been renamed, um, is, oh, you know, it's very bad. There's violence, there's violence. When asked about this, she sort of blinks. But goes, that's a bit
0: of hoo-ha this
1: morning. The pandams
0: have said, give yeah, us a proper answer about Give us a about proper this. answer and about that's about that. That's what we're looking at I mean, at the now. first
1: attack um, against Jimmy Shum, um, all the assailants have not been arrested. That was in August. It's funny how, how the police seem to be very, very quick at um, arresting other people accused of... Uh, uh, violent attacks, But I mean, there's no equivalence. I mean, I wish people would stop going, well, you know, it's from both sides. What's been happening to personalities from the, uh, I was going to say the pro-government camp, but that doesn't exist anymore. Nobody's pro-government anymore. They're just pro-China. So personalities from the pro-China camp have had their offices attacked. I don't incidentally think that's a good thing. I think that's a stupid thing. But nonetheless, this is a tax against property. I've always regarded human life as being more important than property. Mm. I know that seems like a rather peculiar view. But, you know, we've now had at least, at least a dozen um uh, Democrats being attacked in the streets in targeted attacks. You look at the thugs who oh, beat definitely. up Jimmy Chum no, no last yeah. night. You know, they, they're all wearing the same clothing. They had a car standing by to take. And this wasn't a sort of, oh, I'm angry with you in the street casual attack. This was a planned assault on somebody Who's standing for an election? Shall we talk about the elections briefly coming up in November? I wonder if they'll be held. I mean, one of the reasons that the DAB and all the other people who used to be pro-government, and as I say, don't even pretend to be pro-government anymore, are so um, scared, is they think they're going to be absolutely hammered in the polls. I mean, they keep saying, oh, we're the silent majority, but they would never put that to the test. Never put that to the test. Mm. So there's two things going on. One is this frantic attempt to disqualify leading members of the pro-democracy camp, people like Joshua Wong. And on the other hand, there's a serious discussion now going on of, well, if we're going to lose this election, we better not hold it. That is seriously being discussed as a way of dealing with the current crisis in Hong Kong so you say to people you shouldn't demonstrate, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, we've still got democracy in Hong Kong, you should express yourselves through the ballot box, except of course if when you express yourselves through the ballot box we don't get the right result in that case the elections have to be postponed I mean this is going from worse to worse to worse, Mm. I'm trying to find a slippery slope that the, the, the vino and her waxworks will not willingly slide down i just can't find it at the moment Just pay a tiny bit of attention now to what's actually going on in
0: Legco as we speak it seems like one, all of the pandems have got some kind of prop and one well, by one one by up, one yeah, they're, they're, they're being, going off and they're yeah. being chucked out yeah uh, there are pictures of carrie lamb with blood on her hands there's some flowers white flowers obviously some symbolism there and i think the idea is one by one to do your party piece and I, be asked I, I, to leave and not leave until you absolutely have to leave, and yeah, that stretches I mean, out the clock. We're
1: just looking at the screen now. This There's Jeremy Tam from the Civic Party right is about to be ejected. I assume it'll be somebody else next. They're all wearing black, the uh, pro-Dems. Ritchie
0: Why went off like a top just now. <laughs>
1: is that right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he, yeah. he, he
0: delivers both barrels, that chap.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we know what's going to happen. I, I, I think also they're taking the view that talking to to the vino is is a complete waste of time i mean she's she's barely in office so you know asking her questions about this completely irrelevant policy address uh, and it's not a productive a productive way of spending your morning but yeah. well you know, the, Jim, we go the jimmy
0: to, thing it's, it's another bit of paraffin because they collected outside this what, morning and said well, give us a proper answer
1: you see i mean what Partic- I mean I'm not in favour of any of this but what particularly worries me about these attacks on, on, on Jimmy Sham is his organisation has demonstrated they don't just talk about it in the way that some people do it's demonstrated that they want to organise non-violent protests mm. that they want to participate in society by force of numbers by protesting in an orderly and disciplined way why Why do they hate him so much? It's quite
0: interesting. Hmm. Let's go to an email. This is from Patrick, who says, I expect Steve has some thoughts on the latest to come out of Junius Ho. He said, yes, he got asked to leave, but surely should
1: he be suspended? Well, this is after, just, just after he made an absolutely vile, racist and sexist attack on Claudia Mo. I, I'm obviously not going to repeat it, because, you know, I don't think vile... Attacks of that kind should be repeated. But, you know, this is a man who, who used to be chairman of the L- Law Society, who, who, who's who been, we have video evidence of him consorting with triads in Yuen Long, who, who, whose language is... Choice. I was, I was going to say choice. That's <laughs> colourful. I think that's the, the, the most restrained way of describing it in, in a family radio programme. I mean, he is a disgrace. He is really a disgrace. Now, I, I assume that that gives him many, many brownie points in a northerly direction, but I wonder if even they. Want well, Pat, such Pat says a, should. I notice, in, you know, very pointedly should. <laughs> I mean, many things should, Pat, but just. Do, I mean, I, I, well, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're chucking people out of the chamber for shouting at Carrie Lamb, but you have no objection to sitting in the chamber with this mad dog called Junius Ho, I mean, there is a limit. He says this is free speech. This is just just a total abuse of free speech. Using free speech to make racist and sexist remarks is, is the oldest defence of the most, most vile people scoundrel. in the books. <laughs> yes, the last refuge of a scoundrel as... Is another uh, so Pat, well-known uh, Pat, phrase think, in another context. I think Steve's that was patriotism. G- incidentally, I think
0: Steve's answer sort of goes beyond suspended. You know, yeah. anyway. Thanks for getting in touch, Pat. Anyway, a bit more time, Steve.
1: So, um, I, I was just going to talk about while uh, while these events are going on in LegCo, about the the, the the visits to Hong Kong earlier in the week by Ted Cruz, who's a very influential Texan senator from the United States. Mm. Now, what's interesting about this is he came to Hong Kong, he wanted to speak to the chief executive who had said, and almost in these terms, these US senators, they'll only speak to the Democrats, they won't They won't get a, a rounded point of view, they're only look, listening to a one-sided presentation of what's going on in Hong Kong. So he turns up in Hong Kong, and the vino says, well, I'm not speaking to you. I oh, believe you know, you disagree with me. I mean, you know, make your mind up. Either you want to engage with the international community and present Hong Kong's point of view. You are theoretically the leader of Hong Kong. It is your responsibility to to at least try and elaborate for what it's worth your point of view, But but no. No, i think one reason she didn't see him
0: is because she doesn't have to let's be perfectly
1: clear she it's her prerogative well, no, th- well, it, she doesn't have to see anybody I oh, mean, you, exactly you, you know. know i mean <laughs> that's true but i think one reason is that she is now so petrified that if she takes one little micro step wrong you know that the mad dogs of the global daily and and what have you will start denouncing her for consorting with foreigners the fact that in hong kong's world city it's considered A high-risk proposition to engage with members of overseas legislatures is astonishing in itself. The fact that she is so insecure about the case that she's supposed to be advancing um, prevents her from engaging in dialogue. It tells you something else. Mm. So, you know, this was missed opportunity. Ted Cruz goes back to America and says, you know, the, the leader of Hong Kong wouldn't even see me. Um, Actually, what the, sp- that- the spin has been from some of
0: these guys. Basically, mm-hmm. if you were a better politician, you would have been able to handle yesterday... There a- is and by the absolutely way, that. Is okay. she
1: leaving the chamber now? I'm, I'm... No, they've just cut the feed. In fact, yes, they've just cut the
0: feed to because one by one, there's hoo-ha going on in Legco <laughs> as we speak. What's well, the symbolism well, of the flowers? There's, there's
1: that? Nobody, another person's about to be chucked out. I mean, you know, there's only a couple of them left <laughs> yeah. right now. Sorry, Steve, I'm interrupt, but I'm glued yeah. to this. Oh well, well Carrie Lam's now Carrie walked Lam out. Now so there we go. Left the building. There we go. She's left the building. That's that's a tragic loss to person. Guide. Oh, I, I looks as though the whole session's now been uh, scrapped. I'd say... <laughs> has.
0: i think we should leave it there don't you yeah nice one yeah. steve let's turn up the telly and have a cup of <laughs>